up, everyone? Welcome back for episode three of the One True Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, for that one person that's still listening to us, my name is Manny. I'm joined by Sook. Sook, where you at? Hey, hi, hello. And Sahil. How's it going? And we're joined by special guest today, Marcus, the guy who was supposed to get dominated, but we'll get into all of that. How are you doing, Marcus? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys? Doing good, doing good. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, as per our new regime, we're now bringing in a special guest, and this week it's Marcus. So, But we'll start off with last week's predictions this time, just a new change-up to the podcast. So last week, Sook went 2-5 and five in his predictions. He was right about Flo, and he was right about Marcus, to be fair. Um, I went 3-5. and five. What a surprise. I'm actually winning something for a change. I am <laughs> right. Marcus right. And, of course, I was right in picking myself, without a doubt. Sahil, one in five. <laughs> Not too much to say <laughs> that, other than his guess about Tom. And our guest, AC, resident expert, I think he thought he was, went one in five with a pick of flow. Um, so I guess he needs to work on his fantasy football a little bit more before making those predictions. Yikes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you guys have anything to add about the predictions? Anything? Uh, this week, I will be going all on projections. <laughs> 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 projections are were undefeated. I think they were almost. I think they might have been five and five last week, uh, <laughs> and I should have trusted them over myself. So, lesson learned. <laughs> well, at least you had faith in yourself, which is more than we can say for Suk, but it worked out for him. <laughs> yeah. <matchup>, up. So. <laughs> I am the most objective. Right? <laughs> you guys all voted for yourselves. <laughs> to be fair, I was right. But we'll, we'll again get into that. Actually, we could just start off right there. Um, let's start off with the best game of the night I or the week, I think. Game of Jones, myself, beating Suck My Ass. Joey, which he did suck my ass that entire game. So, um, yeah. <laughs> We were talking about the triple stack. Let's just start there. Uh, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Todd Gurley got it done for me. I thought um, picked up Ingram on waivers. He was a big play for me. Um, and one thing that you know got missed was the fact that Marvin Jones was a waiver attempt by Joey. I ended up getting him. Funny thing is, I didn't even play the guy. I sat him on the bench. So I was able to not only steal Joey's player, I beat him with my San Fran de- uh, defense, which got a total of zero points. How do you feel about that, Sahil? Weren't you saying something about my defense last week? I mean, yeah. Why would you play it against Green Bay? And I was right. It was, it, they gave you zero. So, I mean, hey, Terry McLaurin bailed you out with a solid 21 points. But, dude, why would you play a defense against Aaron Rodgers, especially this year? I mean, who needs defense when you got a team like I do, right? (laughs) Or at least when you play Joey, you don't need defense when you play Joey. So let's just, let's just, let's just say that. Um, I think I could say, dude, give me my one week, man. This is all I have. This is all I have to live for. (laughs) But what do you think? This is your second week. This is your second week. That that is true. (laughs) So what do you, what do you think about the game, Marcus? Uh, toilet bowl. I don't know what else uh, there is to say there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Joey couldn't really do much. His entire bench gave him a total of three points. He picked all the right guys, but 
just couldn't pull through. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, I'm surprised Wilson got as many points as he did, to be honest. Like I was watching that game for Seattle and he was just getting pummeled. He had two interceptions and five sacks that game. So, I mean, not too surprising because I believe they were playing Buffalo, I guess. But I don't know. I don't know. It is Russell Wilson, and he's having a season for himself. So, I expected a bit better, I guess. So did Joey, apparently. (laughs) What do you think, Silk? Yeah, I don't – yeah, it doesn't really matter what he did, right? Like, he could have played the waiver perfectly. He could have played his team perfectly. It doesn't matter. He would have lost to everybody except for me this week, right? Like – (laughs) another tragedy let's uh, dissect why why did his team completely poop here Um, Russell did what he's supposed to do Robbie was fine Thielen Thielen's been on had a couple a couple bad weeks here now but I mean mean, Tampa Bay's running back um, situation is just a complete headache right now Fournette Jones like who the fuck knows what's going on right yeah, yeah exactly. that's fair. Don't. Yeah, I mean, outside not, of like Fournette's like one like banger week and like week two or whatever, we got twenty six yeah. points. He's been kind of whatever, as well. Mm. Yeah, I I mean, ideally, I don't I don't really know how you trust either back, but if you're in a position like Joey, you have no choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I, I think Joey actually all. did did well in his running back situation in that. Yeah, he did the best with that he could, considering mm. Saquon went out, right? Yeah, he even picked up DJ Dallas last week or whatever, and. Mm. That's, that was a good pickup, too. Yeah, between the, the buys and the injuries and everything, he, McKinnon was a great plug-in play for him at 14 points. He tried to – tough position when uh, your tight end, Kittle, is is out. Mm-hmm. So he could pick up uh, – what's this? Thomas Logan. Thomas. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Joey's just been decimated with injuries, right? He yeah. picked Saquon, and then he picked Kittle, and Sanders has also been out with injuries, too. I mean, he was on a bye this week, but he missed quite a bit of time, too. Yeah, as much as we rip on the guy, he's doing his best here, man. <laughs> he's, he's pretty active. And he picks the yeah. right players. I definitely appreciate the fact that he makes the moves. He's yeah, it's just every week. He's he's trying to keep his team in it. And it's just unfortunate that the, you know, the gimme matchup against Manny didn't go his way. Mm-hmm. I mean, gimme matchup is a little bit of a, you know, come on. Give me some credit. I put up the points I needed to do. You guys could talk about his team, but my team performed pretty well on their own. Come on, give me some credit. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. give you. I'll give you two out of seven. How about that? Oh, well, crap. <laughs> it's better than you did on your last week's projections. I, I mean, he he would have beaten you last week. So, huh? Uh, would Manny not have beaten you last week too? I, I don't believe know. So. <laughs> I believe so. It doesn't really matter, though. It doesn't really matter. I'm in a playoff oh. spot. He's not. I mean, that's a good way to wrap it up, and we can. Uh... Season's still going, bud. Season's still going, and I'm coming for you. Don't worry about that. I, 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 yeah. Hey, momentum's a real thing. Maybe. Yeah. All right. So uh, next we got. Uh, so uh, on top of that, we had Decaf Metcalf, new name for Tom, beats Dunder Mifflin Amrit Paul. Looks like our resident expert not only didn't hit anything when it came to his predictions but he also lost the week to tom rookie so um projections are close and the game actually did end up being fairly close to be fair um they really only had four starters that played above their projected points so it's not like they had the best games um 
Tom, who won, won it more, is more of the tale of who didn't play for him and who was benched and the points that he ended up leaving on the bench, I think. And for Amrit Paul, it was a couple of bounces here and there, and it could have gone either way, in my opinion. Uh, do you have anything to add there, Suk? Yeah, and I mean, yeah, Tom did leave points on the bench here, but, like, they were receiver points, right? And his receivers actually didn't do too bad. I guess he could have switched out Mike Thomas, but, like, who would have on a bench Mike Thomas, right? I think where he lost points here is his two running backs. He got combined 6.7, but even then, he pulls the win through, which is pretty nuts. Yeah, also, I think like, Tom made all the right decisions. Yeah, he's actually finally started um, Josh Allen, too. I know he has, like, a tough choice every week between Josh Allen and uh, Deshaun Watson as two pretty good quarterbacks, but Damn, fat 36 right there. Good call. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't know if this was part of his thought process, but the matchup is a huge one. Seattle, I was reading on Reddit, if, if you look at the quarterbacks that have played Seattle uh, all year, their average stats are like, I think it was, they, they were saying 2013 Peyton MVP season level. Uh, like, is... if you play against Seattle, the quarterback, Start as a quarterback... Everybody you will play an MVP-type game because their defense is just that garbage. So, yes, you can definitely stream any quarterback against uh, Seattle, which, uh, which Tom did, and, and it worked out for him. He got a big dub there to, to beat out Patty Mahomes' 30 points uh, with, with Josh Allen 36. I, I, I don't know if Tom is actually actively making decision every single week. I... <laughs> Uh, I have a feeling that ever since the first three or four weeks of Josh Allen just being, he was like, what, like the top three quarterback for the first three two, three or four weeks. I think Tom's just been um, setting and forgetting Josh Allen, which is very, he's yeah. had a great season so far. Yeah. If it's working, it's working. Yeah. Would any of you guys have started um, Christian Kirk instead of uh, Hollywood Brown? Yes. You would have? Yeah. Really? Why? Uh, look at the last, like, look at look, if you look at I guess not his target share necessarily. Well, yeah, his target share. He's been getting. He's had uh, was at week one, two, three, four, five. He had seven targets. The week after that, sure, he only had three, but he made the best of it with two touchdowns. And the week after that, he had eight targets. It's been trending up, and Kyler Murray's been playing incredibly. Whereas if you look at Hollywood, he has not really had a great season. He's had a couple games over 10 points and Lamar's not quite played as well. Mm-hmm. I think Kirk is trending upwards. Mm-hmm. I mean, the touchdowns probably can't stay. <laughs> That's probably not sustainable, but the target share is definitely there. And with players um, focusing on Hopkins, I think Kirk is going to benefit from that. Yeah. And I, I like how you touch on the, you know, his quarterback is playing so well. Yeah. Uh, whereas Hollywood's quarterback in the throwing department, maybe not as stellar as you'd like to see. <laughs> Hollywood Brown is, is a big boom bust type. Like, yes, he can go get you a 70 yard touchdown, but is that the risk that you want to take week in, week out, especially when that's not, you know, happening week in, I mean, week that's out. what. Kirk is too, though. Look at last week, five receptions, 123 yards. A few weeks before that, two receptions, two touchdowns. That's boomer bust as it gets. Yup, that's a very fair point. Did not look at his stats when making the original statement. <laughs> uh, but yeah. All right. 
Well, uh, I know um, Sook's like, yeah, you can look at his bench and you're kind of glanced over it, but let's pay attention a little bit to Tom's bench. I'll let you know why in a little minute here, but just remember Tom's bench and how many points they put up. It becomes pretty important later on, but for now we'll move on to Flo and Sahil. I know Sahil's excited to talk about how well he did this week against Flo. So (laughs) that's also a new name alert. Yeah. Brand new name. Cooking is a breeze. Flo's finally gotten over that Flo Kai thing that was going to his head. So he's finally picked a team name (laughs) that were involved in football. That's nice to see. Um, ever since he started dominating. But in my opinion, probably the most interesting matchup because Flo won by 20 points, which was close to expectation, and but Lockett did not play well at all for him. Justin Jackson got injured, I think, in the first play of the game, mm-hmm. and he still managed 20 points and still had 20 points sitting on the bench. Still enough firepower to beat Sahil. Sahil, you got any – you want to tell us what happened there, bud? Yeah, uh, don't play San Francisco running backs because it's a complete Russian roulette over there. Uh, Apparently, when Kansas City uh, signed uh, Bell, we we talked about it and I was like, oh no, you know, it's going to be fine. There's enough uh, volume and blah, 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 but no, I was com- completely wrong on that. Clyde has not been the same that he was since Bell got there. And then also Buffalo running back situation is uh, also, I, I, I hit wrong on that. I went with Singletary over Zach Moss. Not that it would have made a difference this week, but I don't know. All my, my running back situations are just messy right now. And that includes Edwards Hilaire, really, right? There's been a lot of talk about whether or not he can, if he's even that great. Has he been doing good for you throughout the season? What have you found with him? Like, are you ever questioning whether or not you want to play the guy? Well, beginning of the season, he was great. I was super excited. Um, But the last three weeks, he's given me 12 points, 4.6, and 10.9, which isn't terrible, but... I missed the 19.8, the 15.9, the 18.9 that he was giving. I actually tried to trade him away, uh, but the trade was rejected. So I guess there isn't much optimism on him uh, around the league. All right. Marcus, you have anything to add? Any, any? Can you shed some insight on these running backs? I know you're um, most of the really good ones. <laughs> I mean – I think Sawhill's running back situation right now is just unfortunate, right? Edwards Hoyer was in a good position, and then they signed Bell. Um, Who else does he have here? Yeah, San Francisco, we touched on it. Buffalo touched on it. And then still had Melvin Ingram – or, sorry, Mark Ingram on the the team, which is questionable. And then Gaskins landed himself on IR, so it was really just waiting for Mostert to return to give Sahel a little bit of a consistency there. I think with, between Mostert and Edward Talaire, it'll be okay. But then, I mean, on the flip side, when you're facing Dalvin Cook, it's just like, well, don't even – what can you really do, right? He's had – in the last two weeks, he's had 47.6 and 38. Just, Jesus, who can beat that? Is this sustainable? Is this sustainable? No, I don't think so. Look at <laughs> look at, um, look at his upcoming schedule. If you look at the playoff weeks – He's against Tampa Bay and Chicago and New Orleans. And if you look at the app, I think 
Uh, it says Tampa Bay's 21st, Chicago's 22nd, New Orleans 28th in terms of like points allowed to running backs. So I don't think this 30 bombs are sustainable, especially at the time when it comes was most important. Not with the playoffs. What were you going to say, Suck? I was going to say, we've been talking about whether or not Flo can do this shit consistently for weeks now. And every week, somebody on his team fucking drops 40. So I guess it's fucking sustainable. It's always Cook. It's always Cook. Cook for two weeks. And then Walker. had 40-something too, right? Oh, yeah. But that's it. Okay. Yeah, that's three weeks of like 40 bombs. But I don't think it's sustainable. Yeah, I mean, I think Dalvin Cook is one of those players, though. Like, even if it says, yeah, 21st, 22nd, 28th. I don't think it matters. I think Dalvin Cook can still go off for a 30-point game any week. But isn't the key to that is you're saying he could go off? Yeah, I'm saying he could go off. What's what's the likelihood to go for 30 points? Like, nobody is guaranteed to go for 30 points. Apparently Cook is. (laughs) Yeah, I think he's one of the best bets for it, for sure. 100%. Outside of quarterback position, 100%. Yeah, and I think uh, this Monday night we're going to find out a lot because he's facing Chicago, Chicago. who's, you know, like we're saying, ranked 22nd against the run. Uh, and he's still projected a, a fat 19 points. So see if he can live up to that projection or not. Yeah, I mean, like I'm not saying he's not going to do well. I think once you get to like these top five running backs, their potential to put up like 30 points a night is like definitely there. But you're just not quite as optimistic compared to like if he was going to go against Jacksonville. Like week 13, that Jacksonville game, I would expect him to put up way more points or – was that week 11 against Dallas? That's so much of an easier matchup compared to these playoff matchups, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right. Okay. Well, then that moves us down over to the, I think, the best name change that we have. Please, Godwin, Godwin me this week by Ricky. Agreed. I think that's a clutch name. Agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh. And the win, <laughs> that's so good. And the wins just keep coming for Ricky because he beats out Arjun, which means a lot. Because um, we had a big discussion about whether Ricky, is he a top contender in the league or not? And I mean, for his fan, singular, that uh, believed in him, he rewards them with a good win against Arjun there. Um, it did, game was close though. And it came down to Gronk not doing too much of anything. And Godwin just doing enough for Ricky. Um, Godwin six targets 41 yards and the distribution I think what's interesting is the distribution between Godwin um, Evans for er, Fournette and even Antonio Brown it's kind of even in terms of their target share Um, Marcus you were just talking about target shares with another team what do you think about this for Tampa I think we need to wait a couple weeks before we make any conclusions here, right? You're just adding someone with like inc- like crazy ability in Brown. So I think after one game, it's hard to make a conclusion. I think Godwin's coming back from injury too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'd be definitely interesting to see how what turn- what happens in the next few weeks. Um, but I believe their playoff schedule is really nice. Um, yeah, Atlanta, Detroit, Atlanta, right? So there's if you can grab one of those guys in the next couple of days with our deadline, I think you'd be pretty stoked with, especially with their, uh, with their playoff uh, matchups. But yeah, it's just a dark throw at this point to see who's going to get the targets. But would you want one over the other? So that's the question, right? Like, would I think you... I'd want Godwin. So you think Godwin is going to be I think the front Godwin's runner still at the, the end. wide receiver one, although over Evans? The way... over Evans. Yeah, I think so. I think with Tom Brady, I agree. Yeah. 
but then you also have like all this news about how Tom Brady and like Brown are like spending all this time together. They're like, sounds like they're butt buddies at this point, right? Yeah. So, well, I'm pretty sure he's the reason he's even on the team, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm it's sure almost Tom Brady said, "I want him on the team," and he was on the team because Tom. You gotta wonder how much he'll start force feeding Brown when yeah. he finally gets to like game shape, right? And I mean, yeah, people were wondering like how he's gonna play and stuff. He played like 70, 80 percent of the snaps last week. So, so you think that, like, although it's even passing share right now from Tom Brady in terms of targets, like he had, I think he had six between them all and five, five targets for Antonio Brown. You think eventually there's going to be a discrepancy, and God, in Mar- Marcus, in your mind, you think Godwin's going to end up. I think up. it's Godwin, yeah. And then what do you, uh, Sahil? You think it's going to be Godwin or Evans? Because you were, I'm, I'm hoping Evans because I have Evans, <laughs> right? Like last week, I was talking about, oh, how is Evans projected so low at like nine points? I have a chance because there's some invisible points here. He he went below projection. He went like eight points. So yeah, no, I'm not a fan of this trend at all. <laughs> and uh, we need my wide receiver one to uh, pretend that he actually is or act like he actually is because um, I, yeah. Otherwise, my my running back, which we already talked about, is not the greatest. I need my wide receivers to to do something pick up the slack eh exactly and uh we uh, do we talk about how tight this game was it was a half yeah. this was a nail brighter eh? it mm. was down to the wire wire i think it came down to a patriots defense on monday night right that was oh. the monday night game yeah I yeah yeah but it, it like in my opinion it also had to do with the fact that rob gronkowski did not do what oh, like 0. Sure. 0.7 points right like it may it ended on monday yeah for sure but yeah. you can't rely on just your defense right as yeah. you saw with my game so yeah i mean <laughs> i mean considering like the they're playing the jets so i think for the most part you expect your defense to get more than three against the jets <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. no and yeah, and speaking of a wild game, one that wasn't so wild brings us down to the game of the week, I guess. Most anticipated game, I would say. Uh, Marcus, young Jose Loyal beats too many cooks in Sook. Uh, Sook's been kind of quiet and, uh, you know, uh, rightfully so. He didn't get too many points here. Sook, Sook, how many points did you get on this one? And what did you think about the game as a whole? How did you think your team did? Well, it went uh, pretty much the way I thought it would go. You know, boys, I uh, I did predict the loss. Fucking, I had three dudes score over 10 points here. And, like, fucking six, or what is this? One, two, three, four, score five. Five players score five points or less, bro. What in the hell? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I said, like, Calvin Ridley was out, you know. CMC was in. We thought maybe he would be relaxed, but no. He comes back and drops 32. And I guess, is he out again this week? He's out again this week, right? So he just wanted to come back and drop 32 for me. Fun. That's cool. That's how you respect that. <laughs> it seems like Yo, I didn't even need the 32, up. though. No, you didn't. Up, but it's, it's just, give, just give McCaffrey a, like a goose egg, and I still. You could have gave, gave McCaffrey to me, and I would have lost him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it seems like CMC showed up for Marcus just to make sure Sook got slapped enough here. Marcus, the floor is yours. You had everyone except for me doubting you, and um, you just honestly just slapped Sook. I, I, don't, I still don't think he's shaken out of it. Uh, might have a concussion, <laughs> day-to-day, doubtful to play. Uh, so what, what do you got to say about this one, Marcus, and I, the rest of the book? Honestly, I was pretty shook that, uh, that y'all voted against me with <laughs> Robinson, Jones, and McCaffrey, yeah, and so- Kyler, 
the and reason Tulsi. I did was because <laughs> you're right. When you list it like that, it sounds bad. But the reason <laughs> AC and I voted for Sook, I think, was because, um, I, at least for speaking for me, I didn't know CMC was going to come back and be the running back one and the wide receiver one. <laughs> I know? mean, even like I'm saying, even without McCaffrey, it's you're voting. You're going against Kyler, Robinson, Jones, Kelsey. And Koo's been putting up, like, running back one, running back two numbers. <laughs> Koo, mm, that's also Koo, true, yeah. Koo is value. Koo is yeah. value, for sure. Um, Crosby did match Koo, though. That's yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> that was the highlight of Sook's entire night because, yeah. as I mentioned before, we were talking about how Sook just wanted to glance over Tom's points, the reason uh, bench points anyway, because the reason is Tom's bench by itself would have beaten Sook this week as well. So that goes to show where Sook's at this week. It did lead to a trade between the two of you guys. Who do you guys think? I mean, obviously, you each think that you guys won the trade. So, you, uh, Sook, you want to start by explaining why you think that was a good idea to, you know, trade with the guy that slapped you? Dude, it was a good trade for me, for sure. And it was also a good trade for Marcus. Like, it's definitely not ideal for the league for Marcus to get Derrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I need to do something here, boys. I just dropped 69 points, man. What is this? This is garbage. This is actual filth. And it's like my team's not even trending the right way, so I had to make a change. And I thought I, I needed some money back, so Marcus has like seven of those. So I, <laughs> I, I mean, I think, you, I think you got two starters out of that yeah, trade. I think, I think I'm good with it. Yeah, I'm okay with this trade. All right. And then honestly, Marcus is this week. It was just Marcus's three headed monster of the running backs. That's honestly 32 from McCaffrey. He had 15 from Robinson and then Aaron Jones with like a mild 10. (laughs) All of them basically, well, all of them, both of them, uh, McCaffrey and Robinson above projection. And then you had Jones that just met his projected target. So I I don't know what you were going to do this week. And I'm not looking forward to playing against Marcus when he gets that new, uh, his new team or his new players anyway. Mm -hmm. All right. Anything, anything to add there, Sahil? You've been kind of quiet. Are you still? I'm 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 just trying to, trying to cope with that. I don't like. How do we? I don't know what to do against Marx's team. You know, like there's. Well, I mean, it's fantasy football, man. Anything can happen on any week. Yeah, you never know. His team is jacked for sure, no doubt. How, just, how does it happen back to back years? You know, like what draft resource are you using, Marcus? Are you gonna share share the the wealth with us here? Don't do it. I didn't. I didn't win last year. No, but you were last year. You were still dominant. You were just as dominant though. But I also lost to the auto drafted team. <laughs> Yo, autograph is actually sick. Don't, don't joke. Autograph is actually yeah. sick. I also do want to point out good. that we shit on um, Yahoo's draft grades and it gave me the highest grade this year. Mm. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> actually, I think it gave me and Joey one of the lowest ones. And we're at the lowest. <laughs> Maybe they're finally getting their uh, AI yeah. calibration right mm-hmm. on those. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no. everyone's auto drafting next year? Is that what this well, means? That's, no. It worked for that's Arjun last year. Not allowed. Stop it. Also, yeah. side note, after the, the season ends, we'll have a podcast dedicated to uh, looking at next year's changes and discussing pros and cons of yes. uh, the sure. entire list we have. But we'll, cool. uh, we'll get there when we get there. The only thing I want to add, actually, uh, one thing that we, uh, I don't, we might have missed touching on on the last matchup in Arjun and Ricky's, that half-point nail-biter, is the 24 points left by DJ Chark on the bench. Arjun Ar- yeah. Ar- didn't play his namesake. And, uh, and my namesake, the stolen namesake, <laughs> the, the <laughs> stolen namesake, sure. 
uh, yeah, just that that was the only thing that I wanted to add that uh, yeah. wanted to I think the only out. person that you like would even try to sub it with is Deontay Johnson, right? Because mm -hmm. yeah. you don't yeah. bench the other two guys. Could have gone either way. No, but I mean, Deontay, like, like, when he's been healthy, he's been good. So. Yeah, like they're, they're around the same kind of point spread, no? Yeah. Close-ish, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Because, I mean, also, uh, Jackson must started a rookie quarterback last week. So, yeah, so like, I don't know how you would trust yeah. Tark anyway, especially yeah. given that how That actually makes a lot there. of sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. that, yeah, that's enough of a logic to, to keep him on the bench. But it just, it just hurts when, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do, right? You make no, a, yeah. I think it, it pre pre kickoff, that's the right decision, considering there's a rookie quarterback there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, that rookie quarterback is scaring me a little bit because I have Gardner Minshew in a dynasty mm -hmm. league, and I'm like, well, is am I gonna lose one of my uh, my starting QBs in in dynasty, which is uh, which is rough. Unfortunate. Not as rough as six score though. That's uh, that's yeah. the the main highlight of the entire highest score this week. Hey, though, huh? hey, I got sixty nine points. That is nice. That is that's nice. You you wrestled that. Right? Yeah, that's honestly worth the loss. I was gonna lose markers anyways. I might as well drop six. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right, boys, and let's he let's see if Sook's able to make any adjustments from the waiver wire, which we'll get to in just a minute here when we return. So we're just going to take a small little break, and then we'll hit you guys up with the waiver claims. back here uh we're gonna go through the transactions next here uh, we're gonna call the transactions now because nobody actually ever plays the waiver anymore because everybody's just up at midnight now i guess doing the stupid saho and marcus strat <laughs> <laughs> if it was so stupid why is everyone doing it <laughs> true true also true why do you have to share <laughs> major regrets but like i said in the chat we got to bring value to the listeners mm -hmm. All it's, seven of improving them. The, it's improving the league you know what i mean it'll yeah. be a better league for this yeah, more also marcus chill out man you're gonna win like seriously i don't know man never know what happens arjun can uh could pull it out again if um uh, if madison and cook both go down i can play mike boone again <laughs> oh shit yeah over boone was a boon. all right so um how many people here up at midnight here? We got uh, Flo, AC, Joey, myself. I was actually up as well. Sile, Arjun. Nope, not Arjun. All right. All y'all up at midnight. Half the league is up at midnight. Picking up mostly defenses here, it looks like. And um, some quarterbacks here. Dunder Mifflin picks up Derek Carr, drops Pollard. Joey drops like three or four players. And he picks up Duke Johnson. Funny story here, actually, when Joey picked up Duke Johnson, we were both sitting on Discord. And I was also scrolling through and staring at Duke Johnson on my thing, hitting the ad button. And I see the notification. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my ass, somebody got 21 has picked up Duke Johnson. That's oh, cool. that was literally Tragic. like a bang, bang. Yeah, like, yeah, like we, were on, we were on Discord together playing video games. And then we yeah. saw that everybody else was popping on the free agency. Yeah. So we're like, oh hey, we should make some moves too. And then um both scrolling kinda in silence, not really talking. Yeah. And I'm on Duke Johnson's like profile, like ready to pick him up. And I get the notification that Joey has picked up Duke Johnson. <laughs> Is that flashbacks to your uh, JK Dobbins third round pick there? <laughs> no, no, no. That was that was on purpose for sure, dude. Uh, I uh I had full faith in JK Dobbins as a third round pick. And that fucking yeah, that was great. Awesome. I'm winning that league, actually, by the way. I'm like talking. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Um, 
back to this thing here. We got um, Manny. I like. I want to talk about this pickup here. You picked up Teddy Bridgewater here. Dropped Henry Ruggs. Uh, Matt Ryan on a bye week. Why did you pick up Bridgewater over the other quarterbacks? I know there's some other good ones here too. We got like Joe Burrow, Ben Roethlisberger, all pretty pretty good quarterbacks. Honestly, I just saw the way that Bridgewater played last game. And the week before, he had a decent turnout, too. I just thought, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to roll with it. The guy's playing with confidence, just kind of relying on his just ability to play. And I wanted to get rid of Rugs too. Like, don't forget, I dropped that guy so fast now. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, that's really the only reason. Just because last game, um, we were talking about it in the chat, how he played last game and the game before that, he was pretty decent. So I'm just looking at what's going to for sure get me some points here. Yeah, good point. And then on the same line of questioning, I guess, uh, Sal, I noticed you picked up Jared Goff here to cover you for uh, Cam Newton. Not so gonna... it's not necessarily to cover Cam Newton. I think Cam is, a, is still a viable, startable quarterback. Hashtag no bias. The reason I picked Jared Goff, everyone, please go look at his matchup. Seattle? It's Seattle. I'm getting 30 <laughs> points from Jared Goff. Or <laughs> you break this whole curse and it's a, it's a two-point. That would be tragic. <laughs> oh, that would hurt. That would hurt for sure. Um Another really interesting one I kind of see here is uh, Ricky actually dropping Tom Brady, but I guess he doesn't really need him, to be honest. He has Aaron Rodgers, and uh, he picks up – who do you pick up here? Oh, yeah, trying try, try Pope. We've been on a trend up, actually. That's a pretty good pickup. I don't know if he's actually going to get playtime with how stacked Ricky's team is, but good pickup. It could turn into something later on. And then for you, Marcus, is there any uh, waiver wire pickups or – transactions that you thought were pretty good or that you had your eye on this week? I actually like the Mike Williams pickup. Uh, he's played a couple nice games with Herbert. Um, mm-hmm. I think I saw that. I think I read on Reddit actually that he just missed a touchdown last week last, as well. So that could have put him up at a 215 plus points weeks in a row. Um, defenders are focusing on Keenan Allen. Mike Williams is a deep threat. And that fact that Justin Herbert can feed yeah and yeah Herbert is insane yeah which, I don't know if for, I've ever for Joey that must be great just as a yeah. Chargers fan to see I would be there's, there's a good future and even though their record isn't good this year there's a lot of tight games so like you that's that's promising moving forward yeah and I don't know if you guys actually watch the games but like Mike Williams is a freak like if you throw yeah. it in his like area code he'll probably put a hand on it and it could be dangerous already yeah. catch anytime in his so, area code that's fucking great yeah um, he's a good guy yeah, I, I re- reason I picked him up is because Tyreek is on bye. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm just happy to get any points out of him. But hey, if he becomes a bit more of a sustainable piece and I can use him in my flex, that'd be that'd be nice moving forward. Uh, I don't even know oh, yeah, for sure. I like that one so. Going back to Sahil's trend, he's also given up on San Francisco running backs. It seems like uh, Jamichael Hasty dropped like that after that last week, eh? <laughs> yeah. Understandable. <laughs> And uh, Marcus, you were uh, saying how having Mark Ingram on my team was questionable. I yeah, did. I, dropped I, I dropped him for Wilkins. Um, and we're recording this Thursday evening, and the Thursday night games have been played. Wilkins gave me two point eight points. So yes. fantastic. There was no benefit had in that uh, <laughs> exchange for me. Oh, man. I like the idea, though. I mean, I think you've given Ingram enough chances, so it was worth it's worth the switch up, I think. 
Yeah. I think the reason Ingram hung around so long is strictly because of last year's interview when uh, he was hyping up Lamar Jackson and he was saying something like, if, if you don't think he's MVP, you can meet me outside the bank or something. Like, do you guys remember that interview? We had a good season last uh, year. But I think, I think, yeah, he was definitely an MVP candidate. He was... With Lamar? No, yeah, I'm saying Mark Ingram had a good season last oh, year. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he did. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, he he, ende- he was endeared in my heart after that interview. Oh, I like, see. He was just, like, a cool guy. Like, I like you, Mark Ingram. It's just, like, a hype man. As like, a as a bro. Uh, <laughs> so, I, 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 I should have cut him weeks ago. but I got, I got him nine weeks of rostering time, so that's... Yeah, that's exactly. Fun. You're welcome, Mark Ingram. <laughs> that's, all, that's all that matters. <laughs> I think the person who made the most move this week here it looks like is uh, is Ricky, especially today. One, two, three, four, five, five, six moves here. Do you guys think any yeah. of these pickups or drops are actually significant for Ricky? I mean, he swapped out kickers, mm-hmm. picked up a flyer on Gesicki, which could be nice because I think Preston Williams won on IR, um, and Gesicki could be that security blanket for Tua. Mm. Especially with and swapped out defenses, like it's not a lot of significance. Dude, I was listening to something else that said Jalen Ragor, like he just got back from injury, right? So it's going to take yeah. him some time to warm up. He could be a more of a long term prospect. I'm surprised that Ricky dropped him, if that is true, right? I mean, he would know the Philly team better than anyone, considering he's a fan of them. But I, I really thought he would just stick with Jalen Ragor and just kind of keep him on his bench until he could kind of get a good assessment of what he can actually do after injury, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but maybe he could be just banking on the fact that it's going to be the Fulgham and Goddard show in terms of receiving, because I don't know if they can support more than two fantasy-relevant receivers, right? And part of it, I think, is Elshon Jeffries back this, uh, yeah. this week. So that hurts uh, Rager as well. I like how Ricky dropped a San Francisco running back. Uh, yep, that is, that is a good play. Mostert's the one to own when he's healthy, right? Which so. I have. He's been on my yeah. R the entire season. I think he gave me a week or two up top, and that was it. I think he gave you a couple good weeks, though. Yeah, they were, which is why he uh, he's hanging around. I'm, I, I keep people on my bench and I oh, actually. Too long. I saw this on Reddit. I actually just opened it up. Raheem Mostert has played 19% of Niners' offensive snaps this year because he's missed five games, but he's still their rushing leader through nine weeks. All right. <laughs> if he can give me five games at the end of the season, I'll take yeah. those. Those are the games that's gonna, that are going to matter, right? You just need those last three games even. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Uh, yeah, there's still no word on him coming back yet, though. So we shall see. Tabs on. Yeah, I, I mean, anything else pop up for you, Manny? Any moves that you want to talk about in particular? The trade, boys. The oh, trade. For me, that's team. that's the big thing yeah. for me. Because uh, Sook, um, I don't know what kind of collusion this is, but he decided to make – you saw firsthand what Marcus can do with his running back. So you said, hey, let me make them stronger. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm more interested to hear what what the reasoning behind any of that is. I, I, I'm not coming in with hate on that because I <laughs> no. think both teams made themselves better, which is the point of a trade, right? Yeah, I think I think Sook's team got better. Sook sure. needed more starting pieces, more consistent pieces. Aaron Jones is a great running back. Yes, Derrick Henry's better and, you know... I don't think the difference is that much, honestly. But exactly, exactly. So the fact that he then got... Um, 
you know, Johnson too is that's value for him. And for Marcus, when you have the assets that you have, the fact that you can condense them into one boom player, that also makes sense. Is that was that your guys' kind of reasoning? Yeah, for me, I mean, David Johnson was kind of rotting on my bench, right? He's sitting there waiting for Robinson or at the point Jones to get injured to see any playing time for me. So I wanted to consolidate that into something that I thought was better. But really, I could see an argument to be had that Jones is going to have a better rest of the season than Henry. Yeah, and I think that was a big point for me too is like, yeah, Henry has been like pretty solid, but he also doesn't have as much breakout potential as Jones either. And I'm losing by a lot some weeks. So having a guy that could go off for 30 or 40, but will definitely get me like 10 or 12 or 14 or whatever is a pretty good move, I think, for myself. And then having do, uh, Johnson is just like icing on the cake. It was nice to help with my starting lineup. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Johnson, if you take out the week at Baltimore and the week that he just got hurt, he's put up 18, 11, 10, 11, 13, 14. So it's very consistent. Yeah, yeah, he's solid too. Yeah. So I think overall, like, yeah, both of us definitely got better. Um, <laughs> Marcus just had so many things to give away, dude. Like, what, what are you going to do? That's true. <laughs> and for Marcus, he definitely was looking at Derrick Henry's playoff schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm making mean, that trade right. Because... If you look at Aaron Jones' playoff schedule, it's also really nice. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I was a little bit more comfortable with Henry's, I guess, rule on the offense. The last few Packers games I've watched, they haven't gone to Jones in the red zone as much as they were, I guess, like in the first few games of the season. Um, I mean, that's because Devontae Adams is a freaking monster. Um, but also Jamal Williams has been playing really well so I don't know if they want to give Jamal more snaps to keep Jones uh, fresh for the playoffs because I think they're a Super Bowl contender too they are definitely and and my insight into that um, I I think I've mentioned this on the pod before but in Dynasty I have Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams and it's that Aaron Jones was injured for a few games yeah That's, that's when Jamal shines like he is a mm-hmm. great play when Aaron Jones is injured. Um, Aaron Jones came back in week six and had what seemed like a weaker game, 13.10 points, but that was coming off an injury. And really, he probably shouldn't have played that game. But, Williams had a good but game. Will- Williams was out that game on a COVID precaution. So the alternative running back and like the other backup running back was out with an injury. Oh, you're talking about week nine. Week uh Week nine, I guess, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned week six. Yeah, I think sorry, that I was, was the game that Williams up, yeah. played. There was a game that they yeah. both played and Williams put up more points, I think. That might be it. But yeah, sorry, I meant I meant week nine, the, that 12.9. Yeah. Um, where, yeah, the, their alternatives would have been like a, a rookie or like a practice squad member and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, Aaron Jones, great play. We'll see if, uh, we'll see who between him and Henry has a better has a better season. I mean, it's interesting that you mentioned that you have both. So I've actually been trying, bugging Arjun for like the last two weeks to trade me Jamal Williams just so I can get some insurance, but he won't budge. Yeah, that's a great handcuff to have. I'm, I'm a little bit surprised you wouldn't uh, I was, draft that. I, uh, I offered him a bit, but he, he wanted uh, a little bit more than I was willing to pay up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that Arjun drives a hard bargain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fair, too. I mean, he's a great lottery ticket to hold. 
Yeah. If, sure. if Aaron Jones reactivates an injury, then then Jamal Williams is a running back one for the rest of the season, right? That you're plugging into your flex because he's easily right yeah. because you have your rest of your team still, and and that becomes a league winner for you. Yeah, but if Aaron Jones is healthy, whew. Good deal, spicy deal, both ways. Yeah. I'm hoping we see another trade or two maybe before our deadline on Saturday. It's Saturday, right? Is it Saturday? 14th? 14th, yeah. yeah. Okay. 14th. Is it at uh, midnight? Do you know, Saho? Uh, probably. Yeah? Sure. <laughs> How can get him in by Friday, just to be yeah. Make those trades. Oh, we can, like, let's just call it Saturday midnight, and if Yahoo doesn't do that, I'll do it manually. Oh, cool. perfect. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I wonder if those will affect the rankings at all. But with all these trades and moves, I expect things to change on our power rankings. So I'll pass it over to Salo here. Yeah, so the, the rankings have shuffled a little bit. Um, the main thing is, is our five-way tie for first place is now a three-way tie with Marcus, Ricky, and Tom uh, sitting up top. Then we're followed by the middle of the pack with... Uh, and AC and Arjun. Just a tier below that is myself and Sook. And then, uh, and then at the bottom, we have Hagfilian uh, Manny. But hey, Manny, you're on a win spree. You're on a one-game win spree. Maybe you can uh, build that into something and knock Sook or myself out because we are not doing so great. Uh, Sook's on a three-game losing streak. Mm. I've I've just started a losing streak from from last week, so we'll see how that shuffles. Um, the the main thing is that I I actually think that Manny Joey matchup was really big for them because if Joey wins that, mm. he he was a, he had a game in He's hand. One game back. Manny. He's mm. only one game back, and that means almost nothing, right? Like that easily, you're you're in it. So that loss really hurts him and gives Manny a lot of life because instead of being three games back, he's two games back. And that, once again, also feels very doable. Kind of like in a playoff series, right? If you're down two, it's still a series. If you're down three, you're probably wiped out, right? And if you're down one, you're definitely in it. So that's the kind of mentality I, I think that we, we had going into, into that for those guys. Um, I, I am curious if... if Sook or myself will be able to hang on to our spots. I, I think they are a little bit uh, tenuous. Do you guys think that bottom four is going to shuffle at all? Um, is, uh, Manny, do you think you'll be able to sneak in? I think so. Like, I honestly, if, if my guys can play consistently, I know I didn't make the best moves and I don't have the deepest lineup, but I do have Chubb coming back. Mm. Um, had the offers for him to kind of increase a little bit of, you know, get more variety i guess right multiple player deal kind of thing but at the end of the day when i have someone like chubb i have a chance to get in right because he can blow like he can probably be the it factor for me and he is coming back from injury and i think also looking at his ease of schedule as well um i think it looks pretty nice coming up as as long as he plays right yeah they got at least according to yahoo's rankings right so i got houston this week next week against philly which is 24th but then like jacksonville tennessee um baltimore obviously and then hopefully i get into playoffs enough that he can play against the giants and the jets so oh yeah that'd so, be so it is like it, it is going to be big like that's why i've been so adamant on keeping him but 
it, but it all comes down to the rest of my team, right? They got to, they got to drag him. Like he's basically going to have to be my, he's got to play every game and just be a monster every yeah. game. But I think I can do it. Give you consistent value. And then, so do you think you're the one who's going to lose his spot to Manny? I mean, it could, to be honest, like, I don't think I'll fall to the bottom two, but just looking at my schedule going forward too, it kind of sucks. I I think I play Joey this week, which is not so bad, but then I play Flo, I play uh, AC, I play, who was it, uh, Ricky, and then it's playoffs. So my next three games are against like three of like the top five teams probably. And if you lose to Joey this week, then that is pretty big yeah, for yeah. If I lose Joey, then, Yeah, then it's super sus. It's super sus for sure. <laughs> it's uh, yes. Super <laughs> sus. Because they're only one game apart then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. It'll be rough if I lose to Joey this week. I, I, I don't – yeah, I think I'd pull Owen against – oh, I'm playing Sal this Wait, week. you don't play Joey. Oh. I'm playing Sal this week. Never mind. You're playing Sal. Well, Sal one of you guys lose, then that's pretty big. <laughs> yeah, this is actually a big game here too. Um, they, yeah. They, uh, as Joey and Manny was a big game. Exactly. Whoever, whichever one of us wins today, essentially will cement our spot, and the loser then risks losing it all. So, yeah, very, very big game for us yeah. this week. And um, Marcus, uh, I know you've been listening to the podcast. You've been listening to everything we've been saying about you in the in the power ranking. <laughs> What's it like up there? It's nice. I mean. I feel like I can afford to uh, to take it a little bit easier up here. Honestly, if that trade didn't go through this week with uh, with Suk, I think I would have just left Ku in the starting kicker spot <laughs> and taken the zero. Yeah, right? absolutely. You you have uh, the luxury, you know, the luxury, the wiggle room to to do that. It is really interesting in that this podcast is run by three people who are in the bottom four. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Uh, so that that's interesting and and this week i want to go just to change things up uh, a little bit more into detail we're nine weeks in and uh so it gives us a good sense of how things have been going trending for people on the season in terms of points for and against so uh at the top of the table is marcus with 1196 1196 points on the season that's giving him an average of 133 points a game if you put up 133 in any given week, you're probably winning that week. He's averaging that, uh, which I think is is pretty nuts. And at the complete reverse of that is Sook at the bottom of the table, 921 points, averaging 102 a game. But wasn't wasn't Sook supposed to have the most points scored last week? Yeah, according to one, <laughs> that shit. one guy is really fucking me over. <laughs> it, shit happens, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, I mean, right now, Marcus could play an empty roster for two weeks, uh, and Sook may still not catch up to his points, which is uh, which is pretty wild. But to be fair, Sook is a man of extremes. Most points for and most points against. Right now, he has 1,126 points against him, which is an average of 125 a game. 125 is a big number to go against week in, week out. Um, so Suk, how, you know, do you, do you have any comments on what do you the highs and lows of this game? It, it is what it is, brother. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> you can't even do anything about this, right? Your other team are just choosing to dick me, I guess. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, it, it literally is just Lockheed. That you do, yeah, it's actually there is no control over it. The only place where you could have maybe a little bit of control is if you recognize like, hey, my opponent next week is tight end is on by, so I'm going to put in a claim for the highest, yeah. the best tight end next week just to steal him. That's where maybe if you wanted to mitigate the points against you, you could do that a little bit. Um, or that's when you, uh, sorry. Not that Manny did it uh, on purpose last week, but for example, he claimed a guy that Joey wanted and, and, and wasn't able to, Joey wasn't able to play that guy and, and Manny won that. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess go big or go home, I guess. This is, this is have, you, have you thought about that, Strat, to I, I, scout your, your opponent that way? No, to be honest, I have not. And that, I, I didn't realize the points against me were so vicious until like two weeks ago, maybe. I thought it was like, all good. I was, you know, middle of the pack like usual. Mm-hmm. But no, I've just been getting smacked around. Yeah, and and Marcus sounded like you had something to add there. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're going up against a team that you think is gonna be popping off the way that Sook has been, like that's maybe where you start thinking about trying to play like a more boomer bust guy compared to a guy who's like a consistent ten points or something like that. If you have that on your bench, right? Like for example, Justin Jefferson has been like five points or thirty points, yeah. right? So. If you're playing against a team that is averaging 110, 120, whatever points, you might want to put a guy like that in on the offset until he gets a boom compared to one of your guys who was like a guaranteed 10 to 12 points, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree with that. That's a good point, too. And that's part of the reason why I traded for Aaron Jones. Yeah. His boomer bust is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how that trade uh trade influences this and then uh it seems like the league has been going really easy on the on the noob here uh tom has only faced an average of 104 points a game for a total of 938 on the season he basically gets to play sook every week which <laughs> hey wouldn't that be great um and finally to, to wrap up the segment here i just want to touch on where our waiver status is at right now Sook, you've made a trade. You know you need to make some more moves. You've got the number one waiver in the league. So this week, if you want a player, he's yours. Uh, Ricky and Marcus, both strong teams, you know, ranked one and two in the league, have waiver two and three. So that's a little bit scary to me that um, they can make their stacked teams a little bit more stacked. Um, Either way, we're going to have an exciting play post waiver midnight next week i love that that's a thing in our league now that we all get to be awake and together and and have that moment of like okay let's go let's see what's gonna happen it's made our league more competitive more fun and uh, yeah next year we i I think maybe we're talking off mic about how next year with fab and everything else it'll it'll be exciting to to see that uh, waiver waiver situation expand any final thoughts, uh, Marcus, on this week, on uh, any of the matchups, the rankings, the, the uh, rankings? Not quite. Um, I guess we'll get into matchups soon. But I just was clicking on some of the tabs here, and if you look, if I click on the playoffs tab currently, mm-hmm. the way standings are, I would go against Sook, and I would be. I think it'd be really interesting for me to go against Sook, and if the decision, like if the game goes to like Jones versus Henry, that'd be really, really spicy. That would be, yeah. Where is this uh, playoffs tab? Because that would be a great addition. Oh, I'm on. I'm on desktop. Yeah, yeah. no, I I just opened it up on desktop. Um. So if you go to if you click on league and then you click on if you see the stand like underneath matchups you have standings. 
and there's a standing schedule playoffs and you click on playoffs it, sh- it shows you the current uh, matchups for so playoffs. I, I clicked league I see matchups I see playoffs ooh okay I'll click on that Cool. Yeah, when we get uh, closer to playoffs, we'll start focusing on those uh, projections yeah. as well. And uh, in terms of uh, ratings and levels, um, Marcus is a gold-level player who went up 14 points. Arjun's also a gold-level player, but he was trending downward 16 points. And AC, gold-level player, trending down 29 points. Uh, I think we have covered quite a bit on the Week 9 situation. We are going to take a little break here and come back to look forward into week 10. Hey guys, we're back. And now we're going to go through the matchups for this week. Uh, So the first matchup we have to look at is going to be Sook versus Sahil. Um, Sook, what do you think for yourself with your new additions this week? I like it, you know. I can't play Johnson this week, maybe. I think he still hasn't cleared protocol or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's fine. Um, I mean, we already saw the game started, and Saho did pick up Wilkins, like you mentioned earlier. We got him a nice little 2.8, which is looking good for Sook. And uh, when was <laughs> extra well for Sook is that Yahoo predicts a 69% win chance. All the stars have aligned, boys. I think I'm going to win this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looking that way, the 69s are lining up in your favor. Uh, Manny, what are you thinking about this week? I mean, you can't go against Logic, right? Sook laid it out right there. Um, yeah, I guess it's kind of easy when Saho puts up 2.8 points just today. Um, I'm going to go with Sook on this one as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stop picking up Thursday night players. Uh, last <laughs> week, same thing. We were on this segment, my Thursday night player pooped two weeks in a row of that happening. In my defense, uh, my two KC players, Tyreek Hill and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, are on by. This one is going to suck. Unless Jared Goff gets me 30 and Pittsburgh's defense gets me 20 against Cincinnati. Both possible outcomes, but Pittsburgh didn't give me the 20 points I wanted against Dallas last week, so I'm a little bit sus on them. Saho, you're not feeling too confident with your uh, Singletary Moss Buffalo stack there? Oh, boys, I got another <laughs> waiver claim coming in, so I'm planning to sub one of those guys out. Fine. But, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Sook, too. I mean, my boy Aaron Jones is out there. Going up against Jacksonville, I was low-key hoping this trade wouldn't process until <laughs> Friday. And then since Henry played today, it wouldn't process till next week, so I could still get the Jones production because that – that Jacksonville matchup is real nice. And uh, I'm going to go with Sook this week as well. So moving on to our next matchup, we have Tom versus Ricky. Uh, Suck, what do you think about this one? Uh, the projection has a, a Tom 22-point win, which I think is overshooting a little bit. I, I think it'll be a close game. Ricky has been playing so well. He's had like three or four wins in a row now. Done really well with his lineup, really well with his pickups on the waiver. And um, he has a pretty good team there. But I do think that Tom is going to pull the win. I think Mike Thomas will 
do better this week. Josh Allen has been on a complete tear. DK Metcalf is a beast. Solid running backs. Yeah, I think I think Tom will pull a sneaky win here. Yeah, it's looking that way too. I mean, Tom's also got that 69 going for him this week. <laughs> Manny, what are you thinking about this one? Oh, man, this one's tight. Um, I originally was going to go with Tom as well, but you know what? With Ricky, four-game win streak leading in, the guy's on a mission, so I think I think his players are going to do fine. The Godwin pickup kind of scares me <laughs> based on their um, just Tampa Bay wide receiver distribution right now, um, but I'm still going to go with Ricky. I think he'll pull through, even with the 31% underdog. I don't know how you guys can go against a 20 point projection. Like, nah, this is, this is Tom's for sure. Um, Ricky's got Truman Pope in his lineup. That, that could be a complete bust. Like that could be Mm -hmm. zero points potentially. um, As it was last game, even if I don't even know if he played last game. Um, Godwin questionable, but we'll, probably play but Cooper Cup questionable banged up expected but yeah no this is this is Tom's yeah I mean I'm with you Sahal I don't know if Pope is the best play here but if um, Jackson is still yeah Jackson is still hurt then maybe it could be a good play I would almost consider going the Arizona stack with Drake and Edmonds um, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than the 20-point projection here. Cup Didn't Cup just get like 20 targets a week or two ago? That's freaking crazy. Yeah, week mm-hmm. eight, 20 targets. I guess that again. Rodgers going up against Jacksonville. That's a great matchup. Uh, Diggs against Arizona. Arizona's defense is not great, I don't believe. Um, so that could be a shootout. Um and then Godwin, like we mentioned before. But, I mean, yeah, I'm still going to go with Tom on this one. You've got two wide receiver ones in Metcalf and Thomas. you got Connor and Jacobs. And then you also have Woods against Seattle. We talked about Seattle's lack of defense, right? So I'm, I'm going to go with Tom on this one. But I don't think it's going to be quite as big a blowout as, uh, as Yahoo is expecting it to be. Yeah, and your, your Woods point actually makes me realize that Cooper Cup is also against Seattle. So... Maybe there is blow up potential there. Who knows which way that blow up goes? But uh, that twenty targets is insane, though. Mm-hmm. That's actually pretty nuts. Marcus, he might still do the Arizona stack, right? Like he's still got time to put those guys in. That's yeah, oh well, for sure. I think There's... he probably should too. I can't see him not doing that considering the players he has on by, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. Definitely an unfortunate week for uh in for buys for uh for Ricky here. Um but we'll see if it works out. So moving on to the next matchup, we have Arjun versus Manny. Manny, what do you think uh you're gonna start that two game winning streak here? Oh yeah, it's coming, boys. Don't you worry about it. I think I think I'm gonna win this. I gotta I gotta have faith in myself every week these weeks. Um, finally, even without up. your triple stack, hey. I gotta. You know what? The boys will float through. The boys will float through. Will Fuller. <laughs> I think. Uh, 
I think that's going to kind of lead me there. Um, and I have full faith on Aguilar this week. And um, I dropped rugs full faith in Aguilar this week because of that. I was in, in between which one of those guys I should drop. And I just think that he's going to have a better game. I think he's been getting more targets than rugs as well. But we'll see. If Chubb comes back, though, are you sitting Aguilar for Chubb? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I, I have faith in the guy, but not that much faith. <laughs> like, I got I to gotta see if that guy's going to come back. And even Claypool, uh, I don't know, man. I've, I'm too – I'm really, really questioning whether or not I want to put that guy in and just – Abby boys. <laughs> yeah, that's my Abby homie, man. I'm telling you guys, that guy's going to lead me to the promised land. Yeah, you should find him on Facebook and see if you have any mutual friends. No, that'd be nuts. <laughs> yeah, do it. You could you could join the posse, dude. You could be famous. <laughs> and I think Luck's on my side too here, boys. Let's not forget. Like, look Luck's at Luck's retired, actually. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, um, if you look at it, uh, fan points. Arjun has twenty six on the bench mm, right now. Already, right? Yeah. So already. <laughs> boys, I'm doing it. <laughs> I mean, that guy wasn't gonna get onto the starting lineup, anyways. I think. Oh, I don't think he started my yeah. lines over yeah. Hunt. Geo, Deontay Johnson, even uh, even Taylor. Right? Yeah, even Taylor. I wouldn't start him over. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah probably yeah. not. But still, but still, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with myself. Yeah, yeah. But I'm less confident in your Marvin Jones. Uh, am I sorry? What was that? Your Marvin Jones pickup from last week that you were so high on. Oh man, um, I don't know if he was just a one hit kind of thing he's the other guy so i'm kind of questioning whether or not i throw him in there yeah um to be fair i probably won't throw claypool in there with the rain projection and the fact that he doesn't really get that many snaps all the time i think i might just go with jones over eggler but eggler has the better matchup here right yeah i agree uh so what are you thinking about this matchup here hmm I think Manny will actually put up a bit of a fight, but I I do think it goes Arjun's way. Uh, might have been different if you did have your triple stack. <laughs> Some of those players are pretty key, uh, but I think I think this one goes Arjun's way. His team is so like rock solid, and on top of that, he has some like really good boomer bust players in like Cream Hunt and uh, Deontay Johnson's pretty good too. Devontae Adams, Herbert's been on a tear as a rookie quarterback, which is just insane. Um, but yeah, I think I think Arjun pulls a win. But it'll be a close game. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Sahil? So the most interesting thing for me here is the RB2 matchup, Gio Bernard versus J.D. McKissick. Mm -hmm. Because I think J.D. McKissick is uh, Manny's best chance to win this game because they're against Detroit, who is the worst team in the league against running backs. And in the last game, J.D. McKissick had 14 targets. 14 targets as a running back. Now, he only had three rush attempts, but hey, we're a half PPR league. We take those. We take those receptions. Um, and he may just get running success because this team is bad against running backs. So I think that's Manny's hope of a win. I don't think it's going to be enough, though, because Gio Bernard right now... So, so Arjun is projected to win by six points, and that projection is saying Gio's only going to get four points. Mm -hmm. Gio's going to get 14 points because... Against Pittsburgh? Maybe because Mixon still wasn't able to practice today on Thursday. So, mm -hmm. Gio's – I mean, his projection will probably trend up towards like eight or nine points, and he'll get that, I think. Yes. Yeah. It, it is Pittsburgh, and they're 30th 
but Mixon Mixon's good. He when he gets the opportunity to play, he he makes the most of it. So I think all of that put together, that's the most interesting part of this for me, and it's going to go Arjun's way. Yeah, I agree with you, Sahil. I do think that McK- uh, McKissick is going to be a good play this week. I actually picked up in in, uh, in the other league, but I really just can't go against Herbert and Adams. They're just playing playing too good. Um, and I actually think Kareem Hunt benefits from uh, Chubb coming back as well. So I'm going to go Arjun, as Arjun this week with you guys, too. So let's say we've got – sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say that's pretty big letdown, boys. That's, uh, <laughs> but I, I think the same thing happened last week, so it's all right. That's true. You, you were the only one who bet on yourself last week. Looking it's me and you, Claypool, Abby, boys. <laughs> on your bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta get that winning streak going. Uh, so next matchup is going to be me versus AC. Um, this one is projected to be a 49-51% either way, so it's looking really close right now. What do you think, Sook? Yeah, that sweet, sweet 0.62 difference projection. That's that's pretty cool. I've never seen anything that close, actually. That's kind of cool. Um, fuck, this one is tough. It's really hard. Uh, Patrick Mahomes on the bench is kind of rough over there for AC. I think, I think Marcus will win the game, but I do think it's going to be a nail-biter again. And I also am interested to see if he, uh, AC, decides to start uh, Christian Kirk. I think that'll that might change things. Yeah, that'll be interesting because then he can he can mitigate some of uh, Murray's points if Kyler's throwing the touchdowns out to Kirk, right? Um, Manny, what are you thinking about this week? Well, I'm trying to figure it out myself, man. <laughs> I honestly, I'm still not going to get a bet against you, Marcus. I think you got this. Um, I just think that your running backs, the way that your team is just stacked up, it's just too much. Um, you're, you don't have McCaffrey playing right now, though. So that's one thing. But <clears throat> uh, I think the Mahomes loss is going to hit. Yeah, I agree with that. So I think that's going to hit Amrapal the most. And I just don't think he's going to be able to do as well as he does mm-hmm. and against you. As well as you could, anyway. But you, yeah, yeah. No, I'm going with uh, you, Marcus. Yeah, just to add, like I think against any other team, I think I would maybe even still consider AC winning because the rest of his lineup still looks awesome. Yeah, it's just against yeah. Marcus in particular, not having Mahomes is rough. <laughs> and then Kyler Murray also puts up points too, right? <laughs> like I mean, you don't really have that matchup now. Yeah. 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 How about you, Sal? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking real hard on this because uh, I don't want the prediction showing I had last week. Um, <laughs> I want to do better, and this is so tight that it doesn't even make sense to just go with the projection because at this point, the projection doesn't mean anything. I think that... Oh, Wow. I, I, I literally can't even form a word. It's so with go, go, go flip a coin. Which one? Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip a coin here, or I'm gonna flip my hat. If it's uh, heads, it's AC. If it's tails, it's Marcus. And the hat is tails. So there you have it. My hat thinks that Marcus is winning. 
So Sawhill strategy has moved on from <laughs> on skill to projections to hat flipping. It's good to see. We also like we talked about how he lost. Uh, sorry, I just gotta say this before we go on to Marcus. We talked about how um, Amirpal lost uh, Mahomes, but Kamara could just go off. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he always see- seems to kind of have that against a thirty-second ranked run defense. Still, it's he could. Kamara, dude. It's yeah, he's basically a wide receiver one and yeah. running back one and one. <laughs> yes. Wide receiver, running back, Kamara, man. Yeah. Like, he's just, yeah. Is yeah. it a running receiver or a wide back? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Both of those are true. Um, and other thing on this one, I didn't realize when I was pushing through the trade that it was going to affect the matchup this week, TBH. Mm. So, um, yeah, but no you guys worries. wanted to push through, so I pushed through. That's uh, fine. Yeah. We did ask, we did ask. You know, nobody, yeah. nobody really had anything against this. So I think it was okay. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. that's totally fine. Because that um, that changes the entire outlook of the week, right? Yeah, no, I think if um if I had Aaron Jones at Derrick Henry, just because of the matchup, I would have been way more confident in my win this week. I think I'm actually pretty much a coin flip too, like you saw Hill. Uh, but I'm gonna flip the coin and say that it's me, just you know, because it's me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually probably gonna start Parker over more because Preston Williams is on IR, and I think Parker will get more targets. Um. But it's going to be really close. I mean, Keenan Allen has been balling out since Herbert's been there. Kamara is insane. Um, and I'm not as confident with Davis there, especially against Tampa Bay, because Tampa Bay um, has been defending the run really nicely too. Uh, but I do still think I'm going to pull out the win this week. It'll be it'll be a close one though, for sure. You don't even have Young Ho, bro. I know. My run my running back three is not here. It's, it's going to be rough. Mm. Uh, if that trade didn't go through, I would have I would have left Koo in there and not because I don't know who, I don't know who to, I wouldn't have known who to drop for a kicker. But anyways, and if you lose, we we're actually going to get a clear cut number one in yeah. the rankings next week because the number two seed uh, Ricky and number three Tom are playing each other, which is a big matchup for them for for rankings and standings. So if uh, if Marcus loses, one of those two will be the number one ranked team in our league next week. Oh, there's so yeah. many implications on the rankings this week. This is cool. This yeah, is a good that's week. a good point. I, I actually meant to bring that up earlier. I just completely forgot about it. I'm glad you brought it up now. <laughs> mm, that's, uh, that's what we're here for. Yeah. So last matchup to go through, we have uh, Sook versus Flo. No, Joey. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Joey versus Flo. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it's because I was I was going to ask you, Sook, what you thought about it. As... Uh, <laughs> Jump yeah. the gun there. Yeah. Um, Wow, projections have this one so close. Holy shit, Joey, good job, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> damn. Um, yeah, let me just take a quick look here at the matchups we got. Uh, I have not bet against Flo in a few weeks. Or, yeah, since I've been saying he's on the rise, I think he's been on a win streak. And I'm going to stick with my guy. I think Flo pulls a win. Honestly, I think, yeah, he's going to get another 30 or 40 points here, man. Like, fuck, somebody's going to blow up. I don't know, Dalvin Antonio Cook. Antonio Gibson. Drew Brees, like, anybody can blow up, man. This guy, <laughs> he has some big names here. I I think, um, yeah, I think Joey's put together a nice little, like, patchwork with his pickups and trades and things. But, no, I think I think uh, Flo wins and by more than what the margin says. Interesting. Manny, are you on the same page? 
Yeah, definitely. I'm not going to bet against Flo. Uh, I agree. I think he's going to just find some way to just get one guy to blow up and he's going to have 40 points from one player. Most likely it's going to be Dalvin Cook again. But Against Chicago. He is, uh, he is playing against Chicago, but I don't know, man. Flo is going to have someone. It's not going to be – if it's not Cook or Lockett, it, I said it last week too, it might just be his tight end, man. <laughs> like, who knows? <laughs> Yeah, I I don't believe I think I read somewhere that Hawkinson didn't practice this week, so that oh, might be play. something to yeah, deal yeah. with. And uh, Jono already played, so Flo could find himself in a tight position here. Um, Saho, what are you thinking about this matchup? So few few thoughts uh, because the projection's so tight. I'm looking at the numbers that are projected and seeing okay which one which projection could move up or down. I think Thielens could go down playing against Chicago. You know, he could he could poop it. Um, I also think Fulgham. Fulgham has been on a streak, and that's probably why his projection's at 12 points. But with uh, what's-his-face coming back, uh, Alshon uh, Jeffrey, that, that could potentially go down. So I see some potential trending down on, on Joey's team. Plus... Hey, we, we were talking about how J.D. McKissick is a great pickup or, or a great play against Detroit because Detroit's trash against running backs. Antonio Gibson, he is also playing Detroit. And Antonio Gibson is the goal line back. I think he has five rushing touchdowns on the season. And uh, yeah. when, you, when you play the worst team in the league against a run, you're probably going to get another touchdown. So I think... Yeah, maybe Flo doesn't get a 30-point blowout out of somebody, but Antonio Gibson is a guy who might go for 20, which, hey, when you're 10 points above your projection, that may as well be a 30-point game. I think I'm going to go against the grain here and actually go with Joey this week. Um, He's getting Miles Sanders back for, I believe, the first time in a bit here. Yeah, first time since week six. Um, And I believe Sanders put up big points uh, last year going into this year, which is what put him into such a high uh, draft spot. So I think Sanders actually is the one in this uh, matchup that's going to go off for the big game. I'm going towards Joey here. They also He also has Russ going against the Rams, uh, and Russ has had like an MVP-type season as well. So I think those two are going to be what pushes Joey over the edge here. Um. Anything else to mention about this? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's going to be Wilson Sanders for Joey here. Uh, That's it for this week in terms of predictions. Uh, Manny, do you have anything else to add for us? Yeah, um, well, that that pretty much wraps it all up pretty nicely. But one question for Marcus here, since he is our guest, I'll give him first crack at this. So if you go into our league, you go into – the standings here, Marcus, you know, you're first, right? Yeah. And then you got, as Sahel mentioned before, you got Ricky and um, Tom second and third, and then you got Flo bringing up the rear and fourth. Who do you think out of those three are probably most likely either most likely either to boot you out of first place or most likely to climb the table and the biggest scare out of all of them? I'm actually the most scared of Tom's team. Uh, Michael Thomas and DK Metcalf is a terrifying wide receiver court. And James Conner and Josh Jacobs are no slouches at running back either. And then he's sticking Robert Woods in his flex every week as well. I um, definitely think that Tom has the next best team. Um, 
Yeah, what do you guys think, Zuck? Uh, I like that. I think Tom is a really good team. I, I would pick, again, Flo. I think Flo's team is solid. Yeah. Playing it for weeks. I think he's definitely in that conversation for, like, top two, top three. Um, I was going to say I think Tom's going to be the highest scorer this week. Um, that's my boy. But, uh, no, I'm gonna, uh, I think Flo is the next uh, next best bet. Man, we're all sleeping on Ricky, though. I feel bad. <laughs> Ricky would kill it. It's, I think it's just like the, the complete like downfall of Zeke, which has us all just like, uh, yeah, fuck, uh, yeah, yeah, what's going on with that? Hey, eh? like, you can't the quarterback, they can stack the, stack the box, yeah. and then, yeah, I, I, I still think it's Ricky, man. Like, I know we've all been sleeping on him kind of thing, but he's on, he's on stretching it out to a four game win streak now, right? Like, so I don't know, I still think it's him. I think he's got the strongest lineup after Marcus, and I think, you know, the this week he'll probably it'll probably show with the ranking changes. I do think also shout out. Um, I think AC's team deserves to be mm-hmm. in this conversation as mm-hmm. well. And you know, Arjun too. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, like the oh, Tom's teams are good teams. Yeah. So the everyone except for the de- so everyone except for the degenerates that started the podcast. All right, yeah. The bottom four here. That's uh, doing their own thing. The rest of the league is all. Fighting. So basically, the teams with an above five hundred record. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's much like too much difference between like two and six. I think like Marcus, you're a little bit ahead of everybody else. Yeah, so, hey, we, said it, we said it on uh, day one of this podcast that Flo's a rising star in our league and he's uh, proven us right. But will he keep rising? That's the question, I guess. That we'll have to answer next week. Yeah. Please tune in again. We will see you then. <laughs> Bye-bye. Later. Oh, no. We went to stop share instead of pause. There we go. Stop recording.